0: Halloween. I guess everyone's a title. One good
1: scare. Huh? What do you think this is all about? You think this is a fucking costume? This is a way of
2: life. I said I'm not gonna hurt you. I'm just gonna bash your brains. I'm
0: gonna bash right the fuck in.
1: Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Vintage Horror Podcast, where we talk about all horror, not just the vintage kind. I'm your host, Kyle, and with me tonight I have Mark. Hello. How is it going? and Rob. Greetings and salutations. Today we will be talking about Wrong Turn from 2003, but first we're going to crack a cold one open with the boys. What's up, Kyle? Well, first of all, let me start out by saying happy Edge Day to all the Edge people out there listening, probably just me and Mark that listen.
3: Actually, I didn't listen to last week's episode yet. Wow. Well, tomorrow I'm going to. So
1: sometimes I listen.
3: Sometimes I cry. Sometimes.
1: Try I Trav listen. listened to this last one. Shout out to everybody who listens to us. Um, so yeah, I don't. I don't know. Um, I finished orange, is the new black with Sam, and I kind of like that. I feel like it's been forever since I did, but it's been a couple of weeks since we recorded. So yeah, it's been about a week and um, a half. I, I liked it. The last season, it was pretty good. I'm I'm happy with how it ended made me wish there was more but you know yeah I wish there was
3: is. honestly when it got to the end I wish there was like five more episodes
1: yeah but I mean it is what it is things end I guess Um uh, me and Mark saw Adam Hunter last week and mm-hmm. that was pretty fucking good yeah. I, I enjoyed it immensely mm-hmm. and I, I think I really love that guy yeah he's a good guy I hope he does hang out with us when we're in California Um and I hope he's with Mayhem Miller because literally I listened to the new podcast today and they're just wild Um but yeah Mark booked the plane for California, so we got the dates set. Shout out to Mark for doing all the hard work out there. Clicking one button. Putting in the hours. <laughs> and um I'm off tomorrow from work, and that's pretty much it. What are you doing tomorrow? I think we're going to New Hope, but me and Sam really haven't, f- I don't know, fleshed that out yet. I don't know. So we'll see you come tomorrow. We're pretty sure we're going, but I don't know. So, yeah. What are you, what are you, what are you up to, Mark? Crack one.
3: Oh, um. Yeah, no, I, it's been honestly like a really fast like week and a half since we recorded. Like, it feels like it was just yesterday. Um, like Kyle said, we went and saw Adam Hunter; he was really good. Um, his one opener was fucking trash, though. But the girl or the guy? The girl, actually. So the girl, the host was like terrible, and then the um, the dude that did the fucking like impressions, awful. Yeah. The other guy with the southern guy was cool. Um, what else? Um, I'm going to North Carolina this weekend for the Myers House Halloween thing. Don't know, don't know what to expect Yeah I wouldn't know either so I saw
1: they carved a bunch of pumpkins
3: I don't, Do they want me to smash them because I will <laughs> <should>. I'm pretty <laughs> upset because Halloween Kills is recording like 250 miles away from where we are And I thought it, we were a lot closer So I thought we could like sneak by the set and get me on there You yeah, know
1: You know, it sounds familiar right Why <laughs> The
3: Lost Boys Bridge When we're going to California <laughs> That one of the things we wanted to I do I know how, we can go Go where To the Lost Boys Bridge And be lost just go to any bridge and just say it's that. Okay, we <laughs> get to that. Golden Gate Bridge, just you you're lost. Well that's very far from us. Um yeah, like Kyle said I booked the stuff to California so we can go to Monster Palooza and whatnot and in and out and that's about it for eight days.
1: <laughs> I'm down for that. <laughs> um, I never had it but I'm down.
3: <laughs> what if you don't like it?
1: We'll eat bubble while we're out there too. Yeah.
3: Did you see someone comment on that thing I tagged you and salmon and said like gross or something like that or no? About what? When I said let's go when they put the one in California on Instagram? No, I didn't see yeah, that. Yeah, someone commented, at the, like, 3 in the morning the other night, and put, gross, or don't do that. or something. I can't remember what it was. Oh, no, I didn't see that. Um, Fortnite had a new season. It's pretty good. So, pretty excited about that. It's a little weird, but all right. No, I like it. I like swimming and fishing. That's about it. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, other than that, nothing too much going on. We were going to go to that Christmas. There's, like, some Chris- Christmas convention going on that has all these celebrities, but... It sold out in like one second. So. I
1: still don't understand how it's the first time they've ever had it. And it's sold, sold out, out. everything yeah. sold out. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Arrow started this week. It's pretty good. I watched this episode. I've, I've caught up on American Horror Story. I don't know how far you are behind. You already know I didn't watch.
1: Did you watch? Episode. Did you watch
3: American Horror Story? I haven't started this season yet.
1: It's good. It's actually it's actually
2: enjoyable. That's what I heard. Apparently, one of the one of my friends watched it and said this most recent episode. I guess. Took some turns and it was good. I didn't
3: watch last night's episode because I was too. I've like, I watched like a bunch of stuff last night, but like, it, so far the couple I don't know how many episodes have been. Well, last night would be the fourth, maybe. So, the last, the first three episodes or four episodes I've watched are actually really good. So, I recommend it. Okay, check it out. So, what's up with you, Rob?
2: Um, uh, yeah, it's, it feels like just yesterday we recorded, but it has been a week and a half, and yeah. a lot has happened in a very short amount of time. So, quick update for you out there who may be interested, and if you're not interested, oh well. Um, My father is doing okay; he's hanging in there. I appreciate everybody's positive vibes if you're sending them, and uh, thank Mark and Kyle for uh, their support and help through everything. So I appreciate it. Um, Keeping on the positive news, Baby Metal dropped the new album, Metal Galaxy's out. Uh, Pretty solid. Most of the tracks are good I like them They're kind of weird Different Uh, There's definitely a few That I really like I missed them on tour this year I thought I was going to go to them But Kyle and I I think both kind of agreed Just it wasn't in the cards this year With everything else going on I
3: would love to
2: see them But I don't want to stay Did you
3: listen to the new music? No Good Can't listen to November 3rd or 4th
1: Oh yeah Oh yeah Listening to straight up Halloween music in my car But I forgot the first (laughs) Four days of October So
0: (laughs) So, I'm calling you out So
1: are you going to push into Four days of No Beat November? I thought about it It's going to be rough
2: uh, yeah, so the album's really good. There's a lot of guest stars on the album, which is unique. Um, Elisa White Ghouls is on the album. No. Arch She's Arch en- Arch Enemy. Arch Enemy singer. Oh, Straight
1: uh, Yep. I knew that.
2: She uh, dates like
3: Danzig or someone, right? Or yeah. someone weird. No, not Danzig. Um, um, I don't that know. guy that has the fucking weird fuck, paints his face white. What the fuck is it from Misfits? I can't remember. She dates it. that guy? Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? He's yeah. Like, the like, fucking m- guy m- who goes to, all the, yeah, he goes to all the conventions. Yeah, I can't remember his name off the top of my head. Right? That's weird. I don't know why I said dancing.
2: Yeah. Sabaton singer's on there. He's a, they're a Swedish metal band. Um, they have uh, F hero. Who's a uh, East Asian rapper. Who's pretty big over there. There's a lot of influences from different cultures on it. It's definitely, it was definitely an album designed to grab a wider audience across Asia and some of, like, the European audience where they've been doing really well. They've been selling out big, 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 big venues in Europe. That kind of music probably does a lot better over there. Yeah, just generally anything metal genre is going to do better in Europe than it's going to do over here. Yeah. So good for them. Glad to see the music coming out. Good job. Fortnite Season 2. Sorry, Fortnite Chapter 2 Season 1. I don't know if I'm going to get the Battle Pass this season. I'm still mulling it over because I don't know if I'm just going to have the time to pe- play as much and justify. it. That's what killed me last season. Did you even get to the end? I got to the, the final battle. It, listen, I'm so mad. I got every single challenge done, every single prestige done. I grinded for the last two days to push through. I was three thousand XP off level sixty-five. But I mean, like, what did sixty-five give you? It got you the last skin. Oh, the red, the red ultimate knight. <laughs> I missed it by three thousand XP. That's why. Remember when I added you and I was like, "Yeah, hey, you guys want to squat up?" And Which was XP like ten run? minutes before the. No, it wasn't event. even. It was
3: like one twenty-seven, and they I, turned the game off. at didn't. Of thirty.
2: I, I had no idea they were going to end the game mode half an hour early. So when you guys said that, I just got real quiet. I was like,
3: "Yeah, I'm going to go now."
2: And I just, I, I walked. I remember I walked into the living room and I looked at Susan. I was like, "It was all for nothing." And she was like, "I stayed up all night grinding with you. Why do you mean it's all for nothing?" And I'm like, oh, "I'm sorry, honey. How long did you watch the black hole
1: for? Six hours." Get the
3: fuck out I of here! You did not. You didn't yeah. sit there for six hours. Yeah,
1: we put it on the we put it on the
3: TV. T- I mean, how room. long did you
1: just sit there and do nothing but look at the black hole?
2: I mean, we did other stuff, but we left it on in the background, assuming yeah, maybe that's something. not what I mean. Oh like no, me and Mark sat in our fucking. The least room. least two oh, hours. It was yeah. two hours straight. I was saying, saying like, for about forty-five minutes. We sat uh, like because we were playing duos when it happened. So we were. I was in my office mm-hmm. and she was in the living room, and we were just sitting there with our headphones in, just occasionally talking. And she was like, "Do you want to actually like maybe like." do the laundry or something. Maybe we get some food. I'm like, yeah, we're just sitting in opposite different rooms right now, just staring at a screen. But uh, I even warned her because I told her when they went down, she was like, oh, what's going to happen? I said, I wouldn't expect anything for a while. I said, because I guarantee you they're trying, to, they're trying to live patch while they keep this going. And she was like, oh, could they do that? Like, how long would it take? And I was like, could take a couple days. And well, it wasn't like a patch,
1: though. They it was a whole to, yeah, update. Yeah,
2: it was a whole update. And I think... A lot of what they did was taking out old um, files, old files, and, and swapping them with new. Uh, I can't remember the word I'm looking for, but new files. Um, but overall, I, so far, I, I like the larger map. Uh, I don't know how I feel about it yet. It's very wide it, so. open, so there's a lot. It's to me, it's like a blank canvas. There's a lot of things they can do with it. It's a lot. Of, it's a new. It's a new map. It's yeah, new potential. Yeah, they bring
1: back Flush Factory. Stop fucking pissing us off. Did you
2: win yet or no? Yeah, I won that first match against all the bots. I lost that match
1: Yeah Mike was like There's no way I got smashed He's like I'm like I think they're all bots I'm doing I had like fucking Like nine kills And like Yeah And there was like Eight people left He's like Yeah wait till you get smashed
3: I landed in like The (laughs) middle of the map And like I killed I think Six people At I don't remember What place it was And then Next thing I know Four different Everyone was just All the bots were shooting at me I said what the fuck
1: I landed and fixed my fuck I didn't realize But you didn't land
3: Right in the middle right Did you no, I was I in in like, a random house. I landed literally dead center. Oh, I
1: was in a random house. I landed, and I, like, didn't realize that your settings were all reset, so... I thought it... I didn't even realize it was a live match. I was just going through my settings, and Mark's like, wait, are you doing that now? I'm like, yeah, and he started laughing. He's like, you know, that's a match. I'm like, yeah, I guess. Uh, but. What? So then I just destroyed.
2: So, yeah, I'm a little... Like, it's a it's a big change. Fortnite needed to do something distant like different this time around. They needed to really change the game up and they did. But when you do this, it's always a huge gamble. You know, you have a loyal player base who's used to a certain way the game is. When you do a drastic change like this, can you retain the player base? Well, I think the only thing that was dangerous for them is the fact that they had it offline for so many days. I think that was a genius marketing ploy. That's fucking annoying. But it made people started Jones in like kids are freaking out. You gotta realize like it, it kids are sitting there home
1: all day on Monday, just jonesing for Fortnite. Maybe like four minutes after the black hole, and everyone else is kind of. Like, we went to fun, The only thing that is keeping me in Fortnite is the fact that we went to PUBG, and I said, Oh, well, this is the worst God. game I've ever fucking seen. I don't. Have you, have you ever played PUBG before that? No. It oh, is good.
3: honestly one of the worst games ever.
1: I said, This. And I, that's what I said. I said, It seems unfinished. Like, there's, this game's fucking terrible. Well, that's what happened back My in the first day. match, I fucking hit a mountain <laughs> while gliding. <laughs> I my mad. fucking. My, like, parachute fucking went away, and I fell to the ground, and I was, like, knocked. I'm like,
2: what is happening? My, my favorite part of the update is being able to now yeet someone who's downed. I literally love this so much.
3: Yeah, one of the first games that me and Mike played, um, I picked some guy up and just threw him in the fucking uh, o- the re- ocean oh. so they couldn't revive his ass. Yeah,
2: it's, it makes me so happy. Uh, did, and I saw there's one video out there where they have a great a new shadow texture for the players. Yeah. And there was a video of a guy literally like, coming down the mountainside, and he's just firing his AR at his own shadow, firing his rocket launcher at his shadow, and he just keeps going closer yeah, and closer, and he just stops, and he's like, uh, oh, oh. So, that would be me. I'm pretty sure it was me being recorded. I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah, it was your shadow. It was like yeah, it spooked or... me the other day. I turned around looked down, I was like, I shot at it once, and I was like, oh, that's my shadow. So, anyway, enough about that stuff. I'm um, looking forward to doing this review, and,
1: uh, looking forward to hearing your guys' perspective on the film. Well, before we move on, I just want to throw an RIP out there to, uh, Hell on shirts because those motherfuckers got raided today because they yeah. fucked at the WWE. Yeah, Why? Did. And uh, I hope I get my Friday Night shirt. That's I all. would just email them like, bro,
3: I need a refund, like, stat, dog. Well, the thing is, if they're gonna send it, I want it still. But well, suppose they say they took the whole inventory. I don't know what that means. And yeah. they took their laptops and tablets and stuff. It means
1: they their stuff's been seized. Well, but they still have hats and pins or something like that or yeah. patches and hats. So they, it looks like they took the shirts. I'm assuming it's a lot of the WWE shit. But
3: how could that stuff be printed before your Fright Night? I feel like Fright Night was out before that.
1: They've had that though, and they've been saying like, "Oh, leftovers are up in the shop and stuff." And because they were planning on bringing that stuff to that convention, that
3: they're yeah, going to. for the love of horror, yeah,
1: which they're still going to. But so I'm guessing they were making a bunch of
2: WWE merchandise. Yeah, and they, they had, had Stone no, Cold, no legal Mankind, right it, and uh, Undertaker. Undertaker, and wow. they were well, behind. yeah, a
3: bunch. All those companies that are like no, don't use like license and stuff like that.
1: Yeah, like that's what that ha- has to be WWE because they're a big company and they do not fuck around with that shit. Yeah, all these horror movies that nobody gives a fuck and watches anymore like who cares if people yeah. make shirts
3: for and that and WWE's making cool shirts that people actually want like yeah fuck that and charging half the price yeah. yeah
1: yeah that's two things you don't
2: mess three things you don't mess with the WWE the NFL and the UFC
3: well,
0: I
2: don't even know if UFC cracks down no they haven't caught me yet
3: what, what
1: did you do I can't, can't say it on here. It.
2: Have you ever seen the pictures of him when he dyed his hair half-blonde? Can't,
1: can't say it on here. He stole Mayhem Miller's image. Um, But, yeah, that's everything. That's the RIP on to throw out there. We can move right. on. Rip. To uh the top – or top – it's going to be a top five this week. It's not a top yeah. three. Yeah, thanks uh, for that challenge. Because this one was way too hard to just
3: – Honestly, five was hard.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So three – like, so – it's top three, or she top did. five kills in horror movies. and
3: Death scenes kills, yeah. That's how I took it. Yeah,
1: those. it's all the same shit. Whether it's an actual kill or a death scene, yeah, I don't care. Uh, okay. Either way, somebody's dying. I so. just did kills. The fuck's the difference? Because sometimes people just die. Which one okay, which
2: one you want? What are you watching? Want? Fucking
3: yeah. Fault in Our Stars, where the girl dies of cancer? Or like, Wow, I wanted to watch that tonight. <laughs> Thanks. So, I don't know if that actually happens, but I'm assuming so. She's wearing that bag around her head or something.
1: <laughs> but... So, yeah, it's a top five kills in horror movies. Um, We were going to – it's too hard to do three. Fuck it, even five's hard when you just make it every single horror movie. I'm like, great, this sucks. Yeah, this was really hard for um, me. I could literally
3: do top five Jasons.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's why I wish you would have did something like that. That's why I said all movies, and you're like, yeah. I had to take – Okay.
3: Yeah, but I will talk about it. I have, like, 12 honorable mentions.
1: Well, that's the thing. I tried to keep it from 19 honorable mentions, sorry. One from, like, every series. So if okay. I chose a Friday the Thirteenth, I didn't go back into Friday the Thirteenth because trust me, you can do a top. Yeah, five. Yeah, I had two for that. Oh god, yeah, top. So you can do a top five Halloween since Mark's the asshole that fucking started this bullshit train. He can fucking go first.
3: Yeah. Okay, so my top number five is from 1985, Dawn of the Dawn of the Dead. No, it's Day of the Dead. Um, when Captain Rhodes Get ripped apart. You have that too. Like, how did you know that? Who that was?
1: Because I fucking like that movie. Okay, so yeah, so when boy.
3: Uh, Bub is, uh, has the gun and shoots Captain Rhodes, and he's running, and I, everyone hates that motherfucker too, Captain Rhodes. So, um, and he's getting pulled apart; his body's getting pulled apart. And he's like, "Choke on him, choke on him!" But also, too, um, honorable mention. But there's the dude that gets killed before that too, and when he's getting his head ripped off, and his he's like screaming, and then yeah. it gets high, higher pitch as his vocal cords get ripped out. So that that, that movie has a couple good ones too, mm-hmm. like. But I, Captain Rhodes sucks in that movie. Everyone hates him. So
1: I, that movie's kind of boring. I like that movie. Oh, I like it, but it's boring. I go yeah. to sleep.
3: But that guy died too recently, too. I didn't even know that. Oh, I didn't know that. Until either. I looked it up. Rip. Rip. Second so, RIP of the day. Yep. So, Rob, what's your number uh, five? Or top five. Number five. Number five. Okay. Mumbo um, number five. So
2: before I go hit my five, just. I figured we were just doing movies, so I didn't go into this, but if we were including series, like television series. I definitely, there would have been a couple from Walking Dead that would have made it in there, but. Uh, so what did you say,
3: okay, my favorite kills in Friday 13th, next, next. Friday 13th part two, I'm confused.
1: No, he's saying series like TV
3: series. Like a television oh, okay. series. I, yeah, I, I stuck mean, to you, cinema
2: then okay. rather than stick yeah, to Yeah, that's TV what series. we stuck with. Movies. That's fine. I, yeah. yeah, I did all movies. So, but I got to say, like, I, more of my favorite kills happen in television series than they do in movies.
0: How? Because They're so
1: much more censored.
2: Doesn't always have to be bloody. Sometimes it's the emotional impact of the kill. I don't know what you are saying, but regardless, like uh, when Angel dies in Buffy, you're right? Wait, I didn't even see it. Way wow, to ruin it. Way bro. to trigger me. Thanks. Uh, so you guys are going to look at me like I have twelve heads. My number five is from Friday the Thirteenth, Part Five. It's when Vic axes Joey in the back for asking for a chocolate bar. That's on the back of his shirt.
3: Um what? That are you, are you are you okay, Mark? What? He has not ask for one. He asked if he oh, wants one, right? Well, he keeps annoying him. Yeah, saying he keeps like, annoying like, him. You
1: know, I really like this place. And
2: then like and, he chops.
1: You up know, the ch- I think I could chop wood. And yeah. then it's like, will you leave me alone? Yeah.
2: yeah and then he cuts up the, like the chocolate bar. Yeah, yeah, and he's yeah. like,
1: you're out of line. And he yeah. walks away.
2: And just I remember the first time I saw this. It comes out of nowhere, and he just nails him in the back with that axe. And I was just like sitting, there, like, oh oh what like, I don't know I just felt bad because I was like as much as annoying as he was I was like oh man he didn't deserve that yeah he was an yeah guy. I would have
3: fucking hit with an axe too yeah. <laughs> but because of that you're supposed to think
1: that maybe Vic is the killer of the yeah. whole movie even though yeah. nobody ever thought that so yeah but I don't know it's, it's just one kudos to
2: them more of these kills I picked because they stood out to me as unique or something that really stood out in my mind and I always remember out of all the Friday the 13th like Friday the 13th kills I could have gone with like so many other ones that I love, but that one just kind of stands out to me. It's just wild and random. It's on the back of your
1: shirt, Mark. Stop
3: yeah. looking at
0: the front of it. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Shout out, Graveyard Goods. All right, Got the Five Thirteen bundle.
1: Hell yeah. So my number five, does anyone want to guess what it is? Sharktopus? I'm just getting what this What the one. fuck is that? I'm just getting this one out of the way. Is it from Jason, Jason X? X? Yeah. I'm just getting it out of the way because jam- obviously... I, it has to be on everyone's <laughs> list and if it's not we can stop recording right now and I can go home but it's obviously the liquid nitrogen face freeze smash kill I hate that Jason pre-Uber Jason that is sucks. honestly one of the worst Jasons sucks terrible they, they put no thought into that yes but like that kill best is probably the best kill in the series and in, I just wanted to get that out of the way because obviously I fucking love Jason X and obviously that kill is fucking awesome it is but I just wanted to get that out of the way so yeah I, I swapped Vic for that there you go so
3: so my number because f- I knew you were
2: going to pick oh, it sorry I'm, sorry. I'm so no, sorry, sorry Mark sorry, 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 nope, sorry, you're,
0: you're sorry,
3: good what's your number sorry, 4 Mark sorry, sorry, sorry so my number 4 is from 1993 Dead Alive when Lionel has the lawnmower and is just running through the the horde of zombies I don't know if you're, any of you have seen that no but I know what it is but I've never yeah, actually so it it's so fucking wild uh, there's just so much blood in that scene. It's like that's what I saw that scene before I ever saw the movie because that was always like something people talked about. It was like, oh, dead alive, the lawnmower scene. I'm like, what the hell is this? So I googled it one time and watched it, and then I watched the movie and I was like, it's like a slapstick like comedy like yeah, zombie. it's yeah, it's fucking sick. Uh, it was directed by Peter Jackson. Isn't it filmed in like New Zealand? New Zealand, yeah, yeah. because Peter Jackson. Yeah. yeah, it's yeah. The original title was called um, well, I think like Brain Dead or something like that, yeah. but in America it's called Dead Alive. But yep, yeah
1: i seen the end of it, so I lied. I've seen the end okay, of it. Okay, so now you're a liar. So now I, I know what the ending, ended, and I will never watch that movie. Go ahead. What's your number four, Rob? What's your name? Lori? <laughs> huh? Uh, oh. My number four is
2: from Gremlins.
3: I can't even think of one kill from that
2: movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when they get water thrown on them. Oh, no. shit, you're right. Uh, Mrs. Deagle's chair the old lady who's really annoying everybody the gremlins are in the house you know those chairs that are on the rails that go up the stairs uh-huh. he like overcharges it and sends it flying up the stairs and just shoots her out the window and kills her I don't know I just find it just one probably one of the funniest kills of mm-hmm. any horror movie I could think of and every time I see it I crack oh, up shit. so and that's just me. That's my number four. No- well, I'll top
1: you with
3: my number four. I got another. I, I, I got do. another. Please well, dude. I got another honorable mention. <laughs> you don't
2: have any more.
1: You're, you're done. <laughs> I got 19. So um, we're weaning you. So my number four is from Scream. Tatum in the doggy door. Ooh, See, I wanted one. to pick that, but it, the for maybe I the garage did. door. Like that's just one of those movies or like scenes where people always make fun of it, like no mm-hmm. matter what. So and I it stands out in that series as like one of the most unique because honestly, a lot of those kills are just stabbings in that series. So. Yeah, I just I lo- I lo- that is a funny kill. Mhm. I think it tops a fucking a chair moving. How about getting stuck in a fucking doggy door? I think it's better than a in a scary movie. In a scary movie cuz a fat bitch and Yeah. <laughs> I guess. And it pulls the whole thing down on <laughs> yeah. her. Yeah. All right, Mark, what's your number 3, man?
3: My number 3 is from 2003. Ghost Ship in the beginning of the movie when the oh, the taunt wire um goes over and cuts everyone in half literally kills like 70 people and it's I always think it's one of the best like opening scenes in a movie, a horror movie ever
2: that's the problem with that movie it's like the best scene yeah, in a movie literally, it's done in 5 like, minutes
3: it's, the, I don't know if you've ever seen Ghost Ship
1: no but you know the possibility
2: of
3: Great.
1: that was actually actually debunked like well, the, if the wire the, in order to cut somebody the wire would have to be super thin and if it was as thin as it could, would have to be to cut somebody it wouldn't hold up to the strength
3: so, you... I'm confused. <laughs> so, like... So, you know, what like, the when... like string has to be listen, so... F- no, listen, yeah, listen, listen. Okay. So, you're debunking a horror movie. Yes. You can do that with anything. No, I know, but I'm
1: just saying. Like, so that's a just good been I don't so know. So, you've never seen it before. I don't know if it's Mythbusters, but it's just the same thing in, like, Final Destination.
3: Final Destination is real. Two, I think. Yeah, but, so... The barbed wire fence. I, is that what it was? Yeah, something I don't, like that. But I that was, is, like, one of the most, like, memorable... When I think of, like, favorite kill scenes or something like that, that always pops up just, like when it. Everyone gets like smashed with that. Well, that's what this list is. So Rob, number three?
2: Yeah, so my first two were definitely like out there, but this one is something that always It's in there. This one's this one's in the pocket. So from Final Destination two, the scene in which Tim has the giant sheet of glass fall from a great height and just smash Is him that into the, the fucking
3: um kid that's getting his that the dentist? Yeah. yeah. He's like, like, Do you smoke and he's like no?
2: He goes through that whole sequence like where like you think something's gonna happen, and he's suffocating, and you're like, oh my god! Is and then it just out of nowhere walks outside, and that big sheet of glass falls, and the effect of his body just being smushed into the ground. Yeah. yo, that Final Destination one and two, even three. Honestly, the fifth one is really
3: good. Has yeah, it? I never seen the really, fifth one. When you watch it, you're gonna say, holy shit! Yeah, I'm gonna have to pick that one. When it when it goes when it I'll just say the ending is so good. Is it? Yeah, okay. You should watch that. Yeah, I'm gonna pick
2: that one eventually. So, okay. Yeah, that's mine. Howling so, mine's also from Final Destination
1: 2, my number three. <gasps> Final Destination has great kills. Mm-hmm. But the reason that um, this kill is on my list is because it fucked me up for life. And it's the log truck kill. Oh, my God. <laughs> when the, he's driving behind the log truck and he fucking the log comes off and like goes through his fucking windshield and through him. That literally ask anybody who's seen that movie you never drive behind like a truck with shit in it like the same you don't no. you're always like what the fuck ha-? like what if something dislodges and comes through my fucking windshield yep so that's why that's on my list they
3: have a, honestly that mo- all those movies have a lot of good kills
1: yeah so that's my number three because it changed me forever I'm a changed man alright Mark with number two
3: game. so my number two is from 2001 Jason X the same one Kyle had when the girl gets her head smashed
1: yeah, one's too good, man.
2: Yeah.
3: So there's nothing really else to talk about, but Yeah. I don't want to waste any time, so Rob, what's your number two?
2: My number two is from the thing. It's the defibrillator scene. Oh, uh, I didn't even think of that one. Yeah, that's we, good. we talked about that one a lot, so I'm not gonna beat it to death, but uh it's just such a shock when it happens and the effects are so good and it stands up even today as one of those just crazy moments. And uh yeah, so that's it. That's my number two. So my number two
1: is Dave the Dead, Captain Rhodes.
2: You fucking bitch. <laughs>
3: well, <laughs> you bitch. But that's higher up on my Choke list. On and
1: Choke on him. Choke on him. The reason I like that so much. I don't
3: like that movie.
1: It, I never said you that Fucking all, plumber. is It's because it's so gory <laughs> mm-hmm. and fucking graphic. And it's just wild watching this person get ripped apart but, like that. Yeah,
3: But I'm saying the one earlier than that's good too. Yeah, but I like this one more. But I just hate Captain Rhodes. That's why. Oh, I just think that this is the better so he kill. fucking deserves it that motherfucker rotten hell yeah he's a piece of shit but you know the the, the character not the guy all right
1: oh, I <laughs> see what you're, yeah. sorry didn't mean it all right so what's your number one mark
3: so my number one is from 2018 strangers pray at night when Dollface stabs sydney or sydney what's her name again sydney cindy cindy in the bathroom while um the daughter watches her that's a pretty good kill the brutal one only yeah. because of how like Holy shit, my mom's getting killed right in front of me, you know? And yeah. how like Dollface looks and she like don't give the, 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 like, it's, wearing it's, a fuck. She's like nonchalant about the it. Nonchalant like, and it's mm-hmm. like a slow it's a slow stab too.
2: Yeah. And it's and it's a very visceral real kill. And she's like embracing her as she's stabbing yeah,
3: her. Like rubbing her uh, yeah. like caressing her. Mm-hmm. So like that's like real shit. Yeah. That can't be debunked.
1: Alright, Rob, what's your <laughs> number one? Uh make it good.
2: My number one is from twenty eighteen. Uh it is from Halloween. And it is the window kill scene, and the reason why I like that so much is you know what I'm talking about, right? No, the one where he walks that the long house. shot. Yeah. Okay. So really good scene. Yeah. So first of all, the camera tracking on that scene is fantastic because it shows just how. That's what Kyle is. What? Nothing.
3: Kyle's the number one's gonna be the same thing.
2: It just, <laughs> I just shows the methodology of Michael Myers, mm. and I love it. And. That particular kill, you know, there's a previous kill, the woman in the house with the hammer. hammer. like It's an off-screen kill. Mm -hmm. But watching as that woman walks to the window and looks out and you see him just enter the house and slowly walk up behind her and just smack her head against the glass and shove that knife through her throat, the visceral, unapologetic nature of the kill, I love it. It's quintessential Michael Myers, and it just
3: shows that he is... A force of evil. A force of nature. The only problem I have with that whole scene is, like, I wish he did more killing. Because this motherfucker was in fucking incarcerated for 40 years. He was a little rusty. He was warming up. That's what I'm saying. The, 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 there were so many people there for him just to, like,
2: yo, bitch. But it, the, it's, like, that one minute and 30 seconds, it, I think that's all it is, of that whole scene. Maybe two minutes max. Like, purpose fully encapsulates what made Michael Myers so terrifying in the 1970s and onward that... We live in the suburbs, and we leave our houses unlocked, and people just walk in our doors like, and just kill you, like no no explanation, no motive, just gone. So that's mine. Oh, it's hopefully Halloween kills tops it. Uh, Kyle, I'm sorry if I robbed you. No,
1: you didn't because that's Mark knows that's not my fucking number one because he knows I hate that. That would be in my top five (laughs) least favorite fucking kills because I hate how CGI that looks. Like it fucking irks the shit out of me for a movie that like god damn you got a fucking budget you had the hype behind you like fucking put a little bit more effort I understand it's a little bit cheaper to just do it CGI but fucking make it practical yeah I just like the I, whole that, yeah I, I get me. it then I get the mindset behind it but that scene, like that one kill that's one of the reasons like that movie pisses me off I
3: understand well we've talked about that before like
1: besides was, Allison having a knife before she has a fucking knife but don't get me started on that okay, okay. what's your number one okay my number one is from Halloween 1978 Bob being stuck to the door with the knife.
3: I had a feeling yours was going to be Halloween 4. The shotgun? The shotgun. No, I, no,
1: that kill's not that great I thought you me. had a tattoo of that, that's why. You're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> but just, I feel like that's one of the most iconic, like, scenes from Halloween, the series, and that that's kind of like the quintessential Michael Myers, the stab you up to the door, hang you by the knife, and then head tilt. That kind of set up Michael Myers, who he was, so... And
3: he's a very iconic character, and I love Halloween, so mm-hmm. there we go. Yeah, I had, a, like, another one I was going to switch out for the what I wanted to do, the Friday vs. Jason, uh, when the boyfriend gets crushed in the bed.
1: Oh, my God, that is a good one. I didn't even remember that. I did, that. That was Johnny was a, Depp, wasn't the, it?
2: No. Versus, oh, sorry, I thought, you, I thought you were talking about, like, the No, sucking, that's from Nightmare when he gets yeah, sucked Nightmare. in. Yeah,
3: Nightmare. That's another one. Yeah, but that one was, like, I was like, do I put a two Friday 13s bed. in here and take Captain Rhodes out? And I was like, I don't know.
1: I mean, you could because that that one's just so fucking brutal. How he's just getting stabbed, 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 and folded up. Yeah. I didn't even think about that one, honestly. I I thought,
3: dude, I literally had like a top 30. I was like, dude, I can do this all day.
1: Yeah, that's (laughs) what I love about that Freddy vs. Jason because that whole film is just ridiculous.
2: It's just brutal
1: all the way through. Everything about that's like ridiculous to the max, and I love it. But yeah, that's our top five for the week or episode because we don't do this weekly bi-weekly no it's not bi-weekly it's not tri-weekly it's scheduled weekly weekly so we'll move on to the main event or we'll, we'll be talking about wrong Turn from 2003 it was released in may on uh, the 30th of 2003 that's my birthday no it's not yeah you're right it was rated r or is rated r i should say <laughs> didn't change yeah, well at you get the unrated version uh, it has a runtime of an hour and 24 minutes and an estimated budget of $12.6 million. What? And domestically, it only grossed $15.4 and worldwide it grossed $12.6 uh, And it right now stands as a 6.1 out of 10 on IMDb. I'm trying to think where that budget went, but now some things are starting to make sense in my head. I, dude, this has more of a budget than hereditary. That blows my mind.
0: What?
1: I'm starting to realize where they put the budget, but we'll get into that. To Elijah Dushku, probably. <laughs> uh, speaking of Elijah Dushku, let's talk about the director, Rob Schmidt, <laughs> uh, who's known for crime and punishment in suburbia and the Alphabet Killer. And the Alphabet Killer also stars Elijah Dushku. So, what you're saying, he was, he was, he was trying to get it. I don't know maybe Um, special effects were done by Sam Winston Studios and he wasn't necessarily um, directly involved in this he had other people like that were his mm, students I guess you could say of the art and they created a lot of the stuff but um, Sam Winston if you don't know it was responsible for not only the Jason mask the hockey mask but he helped make the like uh, unmasked Jason's for two and three. Mm-hmm. The more you know. Uh, but I think Jordan Samuel was like the main... He was the key artist for a lot of like the makeup and stuff. And he was known for Ginger Snaps, Chicago, The Incredible Hulk, like the newest one, uh, Scott Pilgrim vs. The World, Carrie, the new one, Crimson Peak, The Shape of Water, The Prodigy, and Shazam. So, so that's, that's a lot of movies that he's like... That's a lot of big movies that he's been for involved sure. with. Uh, the cast, Eliza Dushku, as I said like eight times already, she was in Bring It On, which is probably one of my top five favorite movies of all time. Probably seen like 30 times. Literally 30 times, which is a lot for one movie. I love her to death. Wish she would do conventions. Um, she does. She, Yeah, but I mean like here. She
3: did one in Philadelphia.
1: That You know what? Get cheesesteaks. Yeah, but I wasn't paying fucking how much for fucking Wizard World to just meet her.
3: When you want to meet someone, you want to meet someone. That's what you say,
1: but I don't know. Uh, Jay and son Bob Strikes Back, The New Guy, uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, and Angel. She was in Open Graves, True Calling, which is a show, I guess. And she was in Simple Plans, I'm Just a Kid music video, which I think they made because of The New Guy. because uh, Yeah. Fucking what's his name? Is it, it?
3: Uh, DJ Qualls? Yes, DJ Qualls. Yep. She's also in Soul Survivors. I saw that movie. Don't know what it's about. I don't even know what it is. I, remember I rented it from Video Time. Uh Jeremy Sisto was also in it and
1: he is in FBI, which is a show, like many episodes of that, um Law and Order and he was in Clueless and 6 Feet Under. He looked really familiar when I was watching this. Is he a big part in Clueless? I don't, I think don't he is. remember. He might be the guy that like uh Alicia Silverstone is like in the car with and then like uh... he, she doesn't want to hook up with so he like lets her out in the yeah, fucking yeah, ghetto. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I know him from Law and Order. That's yeah, he looked, but I think I also mostly know him from this movie, honestly, even though I haven't seen this movie in fucking like 12 years. Uh, can you pronounce this girl's name? Emmanuel what? Well, we skipped De- Desmond Harrington,
3: or is that lower for you?
1: Yeah, it's lower for me, but oh. we could just say Desmond Harrington's in Go Ship, The Dark Knight
3: Rises, Dexter. Limitless Shooter, Gossip Girl, Riding in Cars with Boys. I was going to put that too. XOXO. But what what the fuck's her, how do you pronounce her last name? Emmanuel... Because you looked it up the other day. I yeah. couldn't even figure it. Emmanuel Ch- Chidi? Emmanuel Chide? Chikaratke? Hi, I'm Emmanuel Shrieking. I don't have it in front of me. I can't help The girl it. that played Carly?
1: Yeah, that's Carly. <laughs> yeah, but do you know her, the actress's name? Anyway, she was in uh, Snow Day. That's what I mostly know her from. And Waiting, she was in. That's why we don't know her name. What are you talking about? She was Don't Mess With the Zohan. That was a good movie. Taking Chances, which is with my guy Justin Long. Fuck, I love Justin Long. (laughs) Uh, Super Troopers 2, and one episode of Are You Afraid of the Dark, so I think Steve needs to
3: meet her because he's the biggest Are You Afraid of the Dark fan. Fuck Steve. Detroit Rock City. No no idea. Uh, The Mentalist, she was on. Very good show. Is that like one episode, though? She was on for like three seasons. Really? Yeah. I don't know. Not like she was like a a recurring.
1: Uh, Kevin Zeggers. He was in The Mouth of Madness, Dawn of the Dead 2004, Fear of the Walking Dead, Airbud 3, and seventh inning he's in, fetch.
3: He's in the first Airbud. This is the little kid from Airbud.
1: Yeah, I only saw Airbud 3 and uh, I think the fourth one.
3: Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's the little kid from Airbud.
1: From all of them? Yes. I'll have uh, to look into that. Uh, and Lindy Booth was the other actress who was any in anything notable. She was in American Psycho 2. Cool. Also in Dawn of the Dead 2004. Cry Wolf and Kick-Ass 2.
3: Also a good movie.
1: Anybody have any
3: interesting facts? They're making a remake of this movie. Didn't even know that until the other day. <laughs> so I did see that, but it looked like a, a TV series, it said.
1: Or uh, or an episode for a TV series. Oh, I wouldn't
3: know anything about it.
1: Because there was something called Wrong Turn. It said 2019. Is I that what know. you saw? No. Where'd you see it?
3: I don't remember. Maybe Wikipedia.
1: This is good. I love I love these facts. Because It's not really a
3: fact. I'm saying I just didn't know it. You just agreed with it. Well, I'm
1: saying I saw something called Wrong Turn 2019, but then when I was on IMDb, and then it said it was an episode for a TV series. So I don't know if it's the same kind of thing. Like, they're remaking it as a TV mm-hmm. series episode. I don't even know what the TV series is. Mm-hmm. It's something new. Um, I know that Eliza Dushku did most of her own stunts for this.
2: Wow. Good for her.
1: I, on, I, I can see um and this is the only film in the series that doesn't contain any sex or nudity so mm-hmm. yeah that's something i was surprised sucks, about
3: this is the only one in the series I have seen so <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> I think the
1: the they're up to six now mm-hmm. and like the sixth one takes place in the snow or something like that snow
3: turn and
1: um
3: snow wrong turn I think
1: Long Turn 6, Snow Return. Oh, and when this was originally written, it was that the characters were supposed to be in their, like, their late 20s. Mm. But then they were made younger to like appeal to younger audiences, which to me, I don't think about that kind of shit. So. They still look like they're in their late 20s. But I'm saying they were written as like 19-year-olds or something, like 19 and 20-year-olds. But to me, I when I watch a movie, I'm not like, oh, wow, I identify more with them. It makes me want to see this movie. No, I can no. relate. They're just like me.
3: No. Never, never.
1: Yeah. Uh, that's pretty much all the facts I have for right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I guess we'll get right into the movie. See. It opens with some shots over a woodsy area with an ominous score.
3: So these people are rock climbing, and <laughs> the guy is clearly better than the girl at rock climbing. No, I'm just kidding. Um, so well, the yeah, gr- he's a guy. So, no, f- um, no, so he gets up there, is. and he asks the girl, like, Hey, do you need help getting up? And then he kind of like drops her line to make her like fall a little bit to like mm-hmm. scare her. And um, while he gets up there, she's like climbing, and you he- you he- you see him like go out of frame, and you hear some someone like getting their ass beat, and I guess it's him getting his ass beat. <laughs> I would assume so. <laughs> so, and she, I, what's the guy's name? Um, Rich. She's like Rich. Hello, Rich or Richard or whatever she's saying. And then um, she looks up and there's... Is the guy there yet or no?
2: No, his body drops into frame. Oh, yeah. So, and they... like,
3: his head just kind of
2: peeks a little bit over. Yeah. And she's looking at him. And that's when, like, a little drop of blood comes down and hits her in the face. And you're like, yeah, I think he got... I think
1: I think he got beat up pretty bad. He, he, he got got. And then that's when he gets thrown over the cliff. Yeep. And then she starts to get yanked up by her rope, but... She cuts herself free because she's a scared, bitch, and she doesn't want to get pulled up there with whoever the fuck just killed Rich. And um, then she tries to scale like the side of the cliff, and she gets to Rich's rope, but to like let herself down. But she slips and falls, and she lands face down next to Rich's body. And then she hears some like yelling, which sounds like some redneck Woo-hoo! bullshit. Yeah,
3: he. I, well, I don't even. Yeehaw! <laughs> Yeehaw! And then uh. I guess that's redneck now.
1: Well, now it is and she goes to, like, she gets up, and she makes a run for her car, but she trips over some barbed wire that's set out as, like, a trip line, and Mm. then she's dragged off screen, and we hear her screaming and... Like a chop sound. Yeah, noises of flesh being cut. (laughs) Cuts to credits, which are playing over some shots of, like, the woods, newspaper articles about mountain men and missing people, some maps to form people in books, what appears to be, like, Bodies laying down or something like yeah. that.
3: Yeah, it's pretty. Uh, it's a very creepy opening. Good music. Yeah, it's well. It goes on for like three minutes and it's just a bunch of stuff like that. Well, and it's increasingly, it, it's increasingly
2: disturbing as it goes along because it starts off as just scenery, then some newspaper articles with some like medical photos, but then like slowly gets gorier and darker. And uh, I
1: like it. It's a cool opening. So we see Chris, who's driving his car, and we hear on the news. That's on the radio playing it. He hears about um, the girl, or Rich. Haley, and the guy, Rich, who are missing. Um, he pops in a CD, and he drives until he gets caught up in bumper-to-bumper traffic. He gets out of his car, and he asks the truck driver what the traffic is all about. <laughs> and the truck driver just tells him, like, a truck jackknife spilling chemicals all over. So he also says it'll take, like, a couple hours to clean up. And when <laughs> Chris says, he's like, oh, are you in, like, a hurry or something? Or Chris is like... Yeah, I gotta get to Raleigh or Raleigh. Raleigh, that's what it is. That's how it's pronounced. Raleigh, Raleigh, Raleigh. Yeah.
3: He's also in um, West Virginia. Yeah, this takes place in West Virginia.
1: Yeah, so he says he has to get to Raleigh, and the truck driver's like, "Oh, well, you know, you just get back in your car and keep fixing your hair." And then he's like, "Yeah," and like walks away. <laughs>
2: <laughs> like you could tell, Chris is. Chris yeah. is like, "Yeah,
1: I've gotten this before." Goodbye, thank you. So he gets back in his car and he turns
2: around to try to find another route. Gotta admit that that car right away. I was like, "No, that's a nice car." It's like a.
3: 60, 69 Mustang or 71? I I think it is a 69. You are right. Beautiful car. So as he gets back in his car, he's um starts calling someone and we find out he's late he's going to be late for an interview in Raleigh, North Carolina, and he said he'll be about 30 minutes late and he's leaving a message and then his phone from 2003 the Nokia oh I used to have that phone. The brick. Basically uh says no signal. He's like damn. And then um He's driving up and he finds a gas station and he asks the gas attendant if there's a pay phone. And the gas station says, Yeah, but it doesn't work. Then Christie's a, um, I don't know, does he ask him anything or no? Can we point
1: I, out I, that this guy has like zero tea? Well, I didn't
3: want to say that. <laughs> oh, I'm, I love He's
1: drinking fucking Pepno Bismol. Yeah.
3: So, yeah, I didn't want to write that because <laughs> I, I feel like we're picking on people from the West Virginia. But, but I like how that's I, his
1: character. He's a toothless motherfucker drinking Petno Bismol. It's like dribbling yeah. down his chin oh. onto his chest.
2: I like I, I like the line that he gives him too because he's sitting there like looking at him and he goes, "Do you have a phone?" He goes, "You call long distance." <laughs> and he's like, "He's like, what's on What's, what's not you? long distance from here?" And he goes, "You getting smart with me, boy? You getting like, wise with me, boy?" Yeah, I literally was like, "This is good. This is good." I don't even, I don't even think this guy's in, in makeup or anything. I think they just found this guy. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I don't I don't know because that
1: that looks legit. But then he points him over to like a payphone.
3: And like, Chris goes over to the payphone and it doesn't even fucking work. Well, he says that he says, "Yeah, I got a payphone, but it doesn't work." He didn't say that. Yeah, you couldn't understand the motherfucker.
1: He does not say that. I'm he says, "He says you have a phone." And he points him over to the payphone, and then he like goes to walk over there. And he like picks it up, and it's not working. So he's like, "Do you have a phone that works?" And he's like, "Nope." It's <laughs> so like, what
2: the fuck? And so this is when like, I mean, I don't understand why he's not seeing red flags yet. He looks over and he sees a map, and I guess his mindset's like, "Okay, well, what's the fastest way I can get to the highway through here?" And he sees a. Dirt road trail marked on the map, Bear Mountain Road, and asks, "He goes, does this cut through the highway?" And the, the guy's like, I mean, "I mean, maybe, sure." And so, he's like, if you say so, if you say so, <laughs> something like that. And so Chris is like, Chris is like, you know, he's over it. So he he goes to leave, and as he leaves, he's like, "Take care." And then like the old man says, like, "It's you who's gonna have to take care. You're the one gonna need to take care." Yeah, man. And so Chris is on his way. And uh, as he's traveling down the highway, he sees the cutoff for Bear Mountain Road It's uh, a you know, obviously dirt roads, back roads, West Virginia, back country. And so he decides to take the road. And as he's taking the road, uh, I think something happens with the CD player. And he's trying to put a new CD in. Yeah, and yeah.
1: He, he hits a fork in the road first.
2: Well, that's the fork in the road for Bear Mountain Road, isn't it?
1: But so he's on the dirt road already. And then right. he hits a fork and he doesn't. It It's not clear which way he should take.
2: Right, so he makes, he, the, a left. he makes the wrong turn and
1: bears Let me left. tell you something. You never take a left. You always go right, right because that's the right way. Right is always right. Yeah. Now, I said right is always right, not white is always right. Let me just throw that out there. Okay, we're, we're, please don't censor well, us. Well, I need to fucking put that out there.
2: Okay. So, yeah, he takes that left turn, and he starts heading down the road, and this is where he has that issue with the CD player, and he looks down, obviously not paying attention to the road, and when he looks up... All, I, first of all, I don't know how fast he was going that this straight road brought this Jeep or, I guess, Land Rover or something into play. But there's a Land Rover or vehicle SUV disabled in the middle of the road, and he slams into the back of this SUV. Totally wrecks this car. I almost wanted to shut the movie
1: off. My heart broke. And it's a, it's a jump scare. And the way they set it up is, I think well done oh absolutely because when he takes the cd out of the cd player because it's skipping it drops out of his hand and he's bending over reaching over and you're like bro look at the fucking road and he picks it up puts it back in and everything's fine and what throws him off is he sees a dead deer and instead of looking at the fucking road he's looking at the dead deer in the rear view mirror and somehow smashes into a fucking jeep yeah
2: and you know what it is in most movies i feel like it's a land rover though yeah i feel like in most movies they they swerve in like a void and they have like that <gasps> moment he doesn't swerve in a, he goes right into the back of this thing destroys his car but i will tell you for someone who just rammed into the back of a land rover he looks pretty good well he's also in an old car that could take that kind of shit but you're like there's definitely no seatbelts in a 69 mustang unless he had it in there but i mean oh, man,
1: i don't remember if he was wearing a seat belt. i'm pretty sure he would have gone through the windshield <laughs> So he gets out, and he's introduced to Scott, Carly, Evan, Francine, and Jesse. The gang. And they were stopped in the middle of the road because one of their tires were blown out because someone left barbed wire in the middle of the road. But then Jesse says it wasn't left in the road. Someone did it on
3: purpose. They found it tied to a tree. That's what she said, yeah. Oh, I thought you were taking over. Oh, you want me? No, I'm just saying if you didn't know. I don't know if you watched the movie or not. No, I didn't watch the movie today. (laughs) I didn't say
1: that. He watched right turn, not wrong turn i watched left turn. Uh, so Jesse suggests, yeah, that um, that they go to the gas station that's like up the road for a phone. And Chris tells them like, yeah, I was just there. There's no phone. No phone. <laughs> <laughs> so Jesse, Scott, and Carly decide to go for a walk to find help. And Evan and Francine say they'll stay behind with the cars and they'll just wait to see if someone drives by. Um, and they let up a
3: joint to start smoking. But Jesse, before that, asks like um – Chris like, oh, you hurt? You good? She, he's like, yeah, I'm fine. He's like, okay, good. You can be our mule. And then Scott's like, no, I can just take the stuff. Like a little bitch. Why is he a little bitch? He's nice. He, there. She said he's gonna do it. He said okay. And then he's like, no, I, I'll do it. Yeah, but he's like, yeah, you dude, You were just in a car accident. I'll yeah. fucking carry the shit. I'm
1: like, like, I'm fine. Like, I love that. I love that. He's you like, MCTE. I like you.
2: Just it. you just went through the whole car accident thing. So,
1: <laughs> so as they walk, Chris asks like, uh, what they were doing out there, and Scott tells Chris that they were actually lost and. Then they find a dead animal, and Scott says he thinks it's a squirrel. But Chris comes over and tells the group it's a mink, and he knows because they had to work on animal cadavers in medical school. So he's a fucking doctor boy.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I'm not gonna lie that throughout this entire movie, I thought that Chris was a killer. Why?
1: Because he's got that look on his
2: face. Let's talk about the
3: end. Yeah, okay, you, yeah. Want, to, you, you no, want to? No, I'm fine. Oh,
2: I'm okay. You know, because I was just saying, because he's, he's got this very like calm like look, and he keeps saying he's like. I need to get to Raleigh. I'm like, who are you murdering? He's not murdering anybody. He has
3: a fucking job
1: interview. He's
2: a doctor. He just went through medical school. That's
3: literally how this guy is in every movie. Any TV show, he's like the that, same as that character. That's
1: what I figured because he has that kind of face. Yeah, he's literally
3: just... the same fucking thing. But I would be mad too, dude. You paid all same that thing, money for, for
1: medical school and then you're fucking not making it to your like interview on time? Like, bro, you're trying to make that money because you got fucking debt to
0: pay off.
3: Yeah. Oh, so yeah. So Jesse, Jesse asks, Chris said, um, so why didn't you fly to Raleigh? He's like, all my money into this bait, my, my baby, it's so he the ain't car. got no money anymore. Yeah,
1: well, that's um, yeah, that too. But yeah, he that's needs what I'm saying. The money. He needs so when you said like money. he's got the interview, yeah, and he needs that money, <coughs> he needs that money. Uh, at the car, Evan says that they should have taken Jesse to New York and that this outdoor stuff sucks. Yeah, it does. And Francine tells him next time she gets dumped. Like Jesse gets dumped That they'll take her to New York instead And she hops off the car And tells them To take off his pants And when he says What? She says When do people ever show up? And let's consider this A lesson in probability theory Take them trousers off Boy Don't be a sissy (laughs) I love when she says that She's a southern (laughs) girl Uh, And then (laughs) So on their walk uh, To find help Scott suggests Eloping with Carly And she tells him If he ever wants to get in her pants again Better shut the fuck up Won't be suggesting that again. Yeah. (laughs) I don't blame him. Her nipples are really hard in this movie. (laughs) Listen, I have to point it out since you guys won't. For some reason, I'm the only person that points these things out. I didn't even notice. How the fuck? Okay, don't even say you too didn't notice. I said me
3: too, like me too. Like What? Like pound me too? You're about to get me too'd. How? I'm not doing anything. Or maybe I am. Who knows? No, obviously I noticed it. Um, so Rob was watching with Susan so he couldn't look
1: <laughs> So he agrees <laughs> He agrees to not bring it up And then he notices something on fire like in the woods Right outside of the road And they yell out and get no response And don't see anyone so they decide to keep walking And Carly stops to pick some flowers And Chris tells Jesse That he still has no service on his phone So F- Evan and Francine are back at the car Rummaging through the, like the wreck Vehicles for food and CDs To listen to and as Francine's checking out Chris's car, she notices that Evan isn't at the other vehicle anymore and she starts to yell out for him, but she doesn't get an answer. So she walks off to the road, side of the road, and notices like a shoe just inside the wood line. So she walks over to it and picks it up.
3: Dun, dun, dun.
1: We, uh, at the same time this is happening, on the Walk for Help, Scott is talking to Carly but then he notices that she's not with him anymore, and he starts to call out and he's looking around all frantic, realizing that she isn't there. And then back to the cars. I, they skip around so much in this. I tried to consolidate as much yeah, as I can. Yeah, literally, like well, I have yeah. like
3: seven lines in a row where it's like back forth, Scott, Evan, yeah. The, or yeah, like uh, Evan and Francine, this, Scott and Carly, this. Yeah, I'm trying to
1: consolidate yeah. as much as I can, but. Uh, so back at the cars, Francine like uh, notices a sever- severed ear on the ground, and as she starts to back away, she's grabbed from behind the person wrapping razor wire around her, like the front of her head, and pulls her in, lifting her up as the wire digs into her mouth, almost like, like a gag. Yeah. So Scott's yelling out for um, Jesse and Chris to like wait up because he's looking for fucking Carly and he can't find her, and he's uh, yelling out for Car- to Carly all nervously. And then she pops out, scaring him, and they run. (laughs) Told you Scott's a bitch. Then they run up to, like, uh, catch up with Jesse and Chris. They meet them at the guardrail along, like, a cliffside, where Scott pretends like he almost falls over the guardrail to get back at. uh, I wish he did. Carly. (laughs) And then she says, like, uh,
3: Just
0: get me to a motel room, run me a very hot bath, and be prepared to provide me with a lot of orgasms.
3: Also, this is when this is happening. Jesse, like, lets Chris know, like, oh, yeah, they just got engaged. That's why they're like this. Like, fucking retarded. So, then they're walking and they find a cabin. I put cabin slash store, maybe?
1: Like... I would consider it, like, a shack. Yeah, slash junkyard. But the thing is, it looks like a shack from the outside, but that
3: bitch is big. That's like a mansion inside. Yeah, it's big. So, they're walking up. Jesse, I don't understand this. She, like, stops like Chris says like and he says yeah what's up and then she's like oh never mind and then like nothing ever is elaborated I, from that and I think irritating. she's looking at some of the cars and she's just kind
2: of being like she's seeing the gap in the ages of some of these cars mm-hmm. I think she's noticing she's like this is unusual like why we have these old like 1950s and 60s cars and then like 1996 six, two thousand like do you
1: just something strikes her as odd about why we have these spread of yeah. vehicles here she's the reason that Stephen Aver's in jail she would blame Stephen Avery for what he did. He's innocent.
3: Why is she the reason? People like her. Oh, never mind. She's just literally just hurt. because
1: there's a bunch of cars everywhere. Yeah. bro. He owns a salvage yard. Let Stephen Avery go.
3: So yeah, so the cap the campground go over so many people's heads. The the cabin or whatever has obviously a bunch of cars and uh, bikes out there. So they're knocking in stuff and no one is answering, and crispy and the guy is saying, you know what fuck it and he just like opens the door and they're like what What are you doing so they're like so they are I guess rummaging through the house or just looking through the house for um, a phone and they see a bunch of like old food on a table and Carly's looking for the bathroom but Scott thinks I think the, the bathroom's on the floor
1: I love how before they go in Scott's like you gotta remember a movie called a Deliverance?
3: I don't know I've never seen it
1: Oh my god! I literally, I, I literally ding, put in my ding, notes. Ding,
3: Trav ding, knows what that ding. is. Ding, ding.
1: It's about fucking like inbred white people.
2: Maybe uh, Scott's the smartest person in this movie. He knew right away. He yeah. was like, "I've seen this before. Yeah. We need to leave." <laughs>
1: it, it's his Deliverance is almost like this, except less like mutant-looking people.
3: So <laughs> yeah, so Jess uh, Jesse's in the I guess the kitchen area, and she finds like two newer sets of keys of two cars, and she's um, looking at them like. What the hell is going on here? Then Scott opens the a door and a paddle falls on him. And it's like a storage room with a bunch of newer aged items that don't look like they belong in this area. Uh, yeah. Then I believe they find the bathroom, right? Um,
2: yeah, this is when Carly's going into the bathroom. And then Chris is going into another room where there's several freezers and refrigerators. I thought it was like a garage, right? Yeah, but it happens at like the same time. So just as he's like starting to like look around... He sees there's a gasoline generator running in this room. So there's really no electricity everywhere, but these freezers are operating. right? And so he's, you know, doing the typical slowly reach out because the gang's just scooby-dooing up in this, you know, investigating. Hell yeah, we know how people love to investigate. Yep. And so as Chris is going to open the fridge, Jesse is – no. this is one of those things where we're just cutting, 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 mm-hmm. cutting. Jesse notices there's a pot of stew boiling in the kitchen. And Carly approaches what seems to be a full bathtub. And in a very quick sequence of events, uh, they all figure out very quickly with Carly finding a body, in a human body, in the bathtub marinating. A freezer filled with jars of human body parts. And And uh, I think Jesse finds the barbed wire too. Jesse finds the barbed
1: wire. All of a sudden the gang is like jinkies. We have, yeah. we have an issue. And if you notice, Chris is the person to find... Because it's not labeled as human. All the but stuff he's a medical by, professional. He right, knows. He's a medical professional. So right away, as soon as he grabs the first jar with organs, he's like, this isn't an animal. This is human. We have to leave. Yeah. So they all gather up to leave. But then they see a truck approaching outside, towing their two vehicles. So they try to look for a back door, but realize that there is none. So they hide under a bed before the truck driver comes in. And the driver of the truck comes in and drops... Francine's dead body next to the bed that Jesse and Chris are hiding under. That's pretty brutal. And you can totally see the fucking pulse in Francine's neck. Can you? Yeah, there's like a glare like right on her neck, and you see her pulse like making her like neck fucking pulse. Like it's it's so blatant. I fucking hate it. Wow. Um and they're barely able to keep quiet as like her blood starts to pull towards them. Great so, t- great tension building scene. Oh yeah. So two people pick up Francine's body. And they put on a table, and they begin to, like, hack at it. And then uh, one of the men sets their shotgun next to the bed, and a shell falls, rolling under the bed slightly. And he bends over to pick it up, and he's reaching down, and he nearly touches Chris, but then he finds the shotgun shell. This I seems, think he does touch him.
3: Though. I don't know. This scene's really good because um, he's under there with um, Jesse, and she's, like, kind of, like, freaking out, and he's kind of calmly, like, moves his hand out of the way and, like, doesn't, like.
1: And acts like he touches her boob by accident,
3: Yeah. Okay, <laughs> I didn't see that. So. Oh, yeah, yeah, didn't have that. I made that up. You're
2: right. Okay.
3: Yeah. So it, it's a really good tension building scene. Like, oh shit, this guy's gonna fucking touch them, and Chris does a really good job of just like stone face, like I'm being a man because he's a killer. And then and Carly
1: peeks through like a keyhole to a door and watches as the other man man continues to butcher Francine's body. Yeah, and it's a pretty cool CGI shot of going through the keyhole. Yeah. And
2: looking into the eye. And we're gonna get why they must have spent money in that and they need to reuse that shot again later.
1: And then it's sometime later the men are asleep and you see Francine's body on barely hacked up at all. Like what the fuck were they yeah. doing that? How much time? work did you accomplish before you got tired? She you- literally is missing part of her leg, I think. And her arm is gone. Yeah. And it's like that you guys were hacking for fucking ever. And I'll tell
2: them, you what happened. pooped them out. They got oh, sleepy. i am telling you what happened. Now, one guy was sawing to begin with, so he probably sawed her arm off, and he was like... Oh. And then the other guy just took an axe and hacked the leg off. He like, okay, guys, job well done. We're going to bed.
1: So the gang comes out of their hiding spots, and they're sneaking out, but just as Chris is like leaving, the mountain men wake up, and they start to... <laughs> no, like, just the way yeah, they're yeah, sleeping, yeah, yeah. and like... Oh, like <laughs> yeah. It's so fake. And, and so cheesy.
3: And it does the thing... It, they do the trope where... They're trying to leave, and Carly kicks like the, the can on the ground and they're like, yeah.
1: Oh my god. But the people are still sleeping. Yeah. Thelma. And then so the gang runs up like the mountain. The gang? Side. Yeah, that's the Scooby Also, gang. another thing
3: too is uh, I think it's pretty cool, is when they're leaving, um, what's his name? Chris. Chris notices that the spring in the door is gonna squeak, so he grabs it with his hands and op like opens it more to let them out, and you, like blood is coming out of it, which would really happen. Because he's a fucking man. Like that's really good, but you, why would it hurt
1: him when it was opening? Because it's because wouldn't it when it was closing when it was shrinking? Wouldn't that happen? Because it would pinch on him. Well, no, it 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 would. Be, I think it
3: it hurt because his wouldn't his hands be, be? He's
2: probably holding it so tight, it's grind the rusty is so, grinding into his hand.
3: When he grabbed it, it was it was like closed, and yeah. when he opens the door, it wants to expand, yeah. so it's expand like that's it's ripping through Better his skin. That's a shot. That's yeah. all I gotta say.
2: So it's a really good scene. He's gonna get a locked jaw. I think what ha- No, I think what happened is when they pushed the door open, it opened up, and Justice was about to swing back. He noticed and no, grabbed it. They were,
1: they were opening it, and it started to squeak a little, so he grabbed it and then opened it more so everyone could get out. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's
3: closed, and then it's trying yeah. to expand in his
1: hand. Well, he got an ouchie in his hand. So they run up the mountainside <laughs> <Ouchie>. <laughs> and into the woods where Carly falls, of course, because well. everyone has to fall. And uh, she says she can't go on. I can't. But after I I can't after a quick pep talk from Scott, they continue on until they come across like an opening in the trees that's filled with vehicles and camping
3: supplies from other
1: victims.
3: Yeah, and all the cars have blood on it and stuff like that. and Look like, a, a, um, they, these people have been killing. And everyone's like, "What the? So fuck many people must go down this here. back road. Like, yeah. where? What the fuck? Uh,
1: this almost reminds me of like fucking." House of Thousand Corpses type shit where yeah. like somebody works somewhere and like they lead them down that path like to like eh, feeding you to this motherfucker yeah. um, so anyway the truck with the mountain men approaches the area and everyone like kind of drops down but when the men get out of the truck Chris says that one person will distract the men while the others will run for the truck because it was left running before the group can decide on who will be the person to distract them, Chris just runs out and into the open and he's yelling to get the mountain men's attention. And before he can make it like back into the woods where he's out of sight from them, they shoot him in the fucking leg and put that shit to bed. <laughs> so they start like celebrating and approaching Chris. And to help save Chris, which is fucking retarded, Scott runs out in the opposite direction yelling and distracting them. What blow- What pisses me off about this is... Chris just got shot for no reason then. Yes. Because he got shot, he was supposed to be a distraction. You make a run for it. And now you're like, oh shit, I'm gonna help save him. But well, like he just sacrificed his leg for nothing.
3: Yeah, I guess. Well I guess he thought of like he would have the guilt of saying, like, fuck, that guy died like right then and there, because they were gonna probably go kill him. So okay. he said maybe I can save him if if they go chase me. Which... But then
1: what if he gets shot and then they go over to Chris and kill him anyway? So what you're saying is Scott made a wrong turn. No, he made a wrong decision. Yeah. That's about it. Uh, So... <laughs> he went left. Oh, my God, he went left. So, yeah, they shoot at Scott, and they miss, but he, uh they start chasing him because they missed. And then Jesse and Carly make a run for the truck and catch up with Chris, who, like, uses his belt as a tourniquet because he's the smart doctor boy. And uh, they reach the truck, and as they open the door to get in, Evan's body falls out. Let me tell you why this fucking pisses me off. He's got both ears? He's got both ears. So whose ear was that? And he barely looks like he has any damage yeah. on it, just some blood
3: they did a bad job with that
1: yeah um, and then after being startled they get in and start driving one of the three mountain men who's three finger I believe is the one chasing them like starts... saw maybe
3: no I think it's three I think finger. it was three finger dual oh find yeah. out count fingers but uh, <laughs> he starts chasing them,
1: and you hear like it sounds like sh- like gunshots or like I don't know if that's supposed and to be the truck's exhaust. And obviously, or...
3: he's like running as fast as the car's going. Like I don't. This is
1: well, they're also like in a field and shit, like in woodsy area. He might be able. To he might be. He, he might have good cardio. Yeah, that's an old truck too. Uh, so Scott is like sprinting through the woods, still running from the other two men. And Jesse, Carly, and Chris drive down a dirt road looking for Scott in the forest, and then they spot him. So they pull over yelling for him to hurry up and get in. And as he gets close, he stops running. And they keep yelling for him to hurry, like, come on, get the fuck in. And then they see an arrow go through his chest, causing him to fall over, dead. Yeah. And when he falls over, you can clearly see the fucking line that feeds the blood going from, like, the leaves into his fucking pant line, which is supposed to go up into his shirt. You, It is clear
3: as day. <laughs> It looks cool, though.
1: like The arrow going through, it looks pretty good. Yeah, but I just hate how you could, like, I don't know if you've noticed it. Go back and watch it. I I will say,
2: though, that what I like about that kill is that it seems very realistic. Uh, Like, the way he reacts to arrows in the back, like, he doesn't oversell it. Right. It's like, it's someone who's been stunned, and just their body's now gone into shock, and they don't know how to respond to it. And when that third arrow strikes him through the heart and drops him, I'm just kind of like, dang, that was respectable, Scott. You stayed on your feet until you couldn't anymore. But I also think that's a trope.
3: What? Doesn't he also break his leg in real life or something like that I read? not him it wasn't him?
1: No, it's the guy who plays Chris. Oh. is that why they probably shot him in the leg so they can mask? No because they shot him in the left leg and then later on he, he broke his right leg he like broke his right ankle wow. when he was like hopping over a um a, a log or something yeah. like that wow. so like I made, think it's the scene coming up, so that's why, yeah, uh, but the man loads up another arrow and fires it at the truck, breaking the window. Where
3: does it go though the arrow?
1: Into like the seat, I think, or look like the how, seat. How, so I don't know when it's, that
3: happens. It just disappears. The arrow, and I thought when so when they then they cut and you see them. you The next scene you see Jesse driving Carly and Chris in there. Chris looks dead. So I'm like the arrow fucking. Oh, I always yeah. think the arrow hit this this guy, and then it's, the arrow's gone vanished. Yeah.
1: but I think Chris is like just keeping as calm as possible because he's got his arm around Carly, trying to console her, because she just watched fucking Scott get shot.
3: Well, now she needs a new fiance, so Chris well, got to step up.
1: You know, they say that's the time to move in when women are most vulnerable. Chris you know? is like, you know I'm a doctor of love, right? Uh, so the three mountain men then approach Scott's body and drag him away. Uh, so Carly's crying in the truck, like we said, and she wants to go back, but Jesse tells her, like, they need to keep going. And as they drive, Jesse asks Chris if he's sure that this dirt road from the map and he says, like, it's got to go somewhere. And Jesse's like, it better it better get us somewhere. But then you see Chris' mouth move. Like, he says something, but there's no audio. And that shit irks me, too. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I don't know if you noticed that. I rewound it because I go, did I just miss that? So I rewound it, like, three times. And I turn up the volume all the way. and said, nah, there's nothing there. So, uh, They find that a uh, fallen tree is blocking the road. So they slow down, and then they get out. Or they go to slow down and the truck gets stuck in the fucking mud yeah so they get out and decide to like fuck this truck we're ditching it
3: they're gonna fuck it
1: and yeah they're literally gonna stick their dicks in that tailpipe and <laughs> except Carly says no I don't wanna go on anymore again
3: Carly I can't go I can't yeah. go on Yeah, she's. She really do you wanna songs. stay here and die
1: <laughs> that's what the, the. that's what they pretty much say they give her a little hug and a little pep talk and they say alright let's go and she the, says the okay the cops are
3: gonna come and they're gonna find these bastards we'll get
1: you a Jolly Rancher let's just keep going come on
3: I have some up there.
1: So Carly agrees and she goes with them. So they hike down a path in the woods. So
3: I think this is where he breaks his ankle. Yes. He jumps over when he jumps over the tree log.
1: Yeah, and he that's why he has like his walking stick. I think because they gave it to him because I think he was supposed to be limping with his like because of his left leg, but his mm. right leg's fucked up. So like he's like oh, I can't even walk at all, so they gave him that walking stick. And then that walking stick is well he almost gets fucking caught in a bear trap, but it's his walking stick that gets snapped.
3: And as that happens, Carly just starts laughing.
1: She's like, damn, wish that was me.
3: And then it cuts to, I believe, the hillbillies just looking into the sky. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what they're doing.
1: They're tracking her. They're fucking mountain men, dude. They do
3: the real tracking. If you need someone found in the woods, you hire them. So then it cuts back and Chris is like, okay, I need to rest now. And he like lays down. As he's laying down, I believe one of them spotted a watchtower. Carly does, yeah. Carly spots it, and they start climbing the watchtower and are looking in the watchtower for stuff, and they find a first aid kit for Chris, and then Carly finds the brightest glow sticks, or whatever they're called, I've ever seen in my entire life. Well, those are like... Good ones. I've never seen those in my life before. Those look like... Yeah, they it, it looks fake, like oh, how those, bright those they are, were. Those are highway glow torches. Oh, yeah. They honestly look f- yeah, fake for some reason. like some
2: people don't want to carry actual torches in their car. Yeah. So a lot of times they'll carry those for highway safety. Mm-hmm. But this is another area where I realized the movie's budget went. There's some real terrible CGI shots here. Yeah. Real terrible layered composite shots. When they're trying to do like overlooks from the tower down into mm-hmm. the forest, you can clearly tell that's layered
3: 2D imaging.
1: Yeah. And it's bad. Yes. It's just very bad. But it's also it for the time, I think.
3: Right. But when look, they look out, too. When they look out and, like... Yeah, it's it's, it's supposed to be, like, a nice, like, I guess, scene or scenery it and looks stuff. Like it looks it, like I did it. It
2: yeah. literally looks like they took the set from Mr. Rogers and brought it over there and just looked at it. because. And I think it's inexcusable to me with the amount of money. I didn't realize that's how big that budget was. I figured it was maybe a small budget. With a large budget like that, I'm
1: a little disappointed that they didn't choose to maybe just to take a... Just get stock footage at that point. And also, when there's shots of like them through the windows, sometimes it looks like there's shots of them and they plaster like a
3: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like a fucking like it looks totally a different. cabin
1: all like yeah, painted in front of the picture. Like I don't know. It's I don't bad. Like, know how to, it's
3: bad. It looks totally different from what they looked up at and then the, when yeah. they're looking out it looks like two different things. They like, were running out of like money. The like camera when man has
1: a small little wall he holds up with like windows it's, in it in front of the camera. It's and like,
3: like um from Willy Wonka when they they step into that TV thing. Yeah. That's what it looks like to me. They're in they walk into something like that. <laughs> yeah, and like when
2: you're when they're staring out the windows like trying to look out the windows, you never see them really like like a shot over
1: the shoulder looking out the window or anything outside the windows. Yeah. It's just really bad. So anyway, Carly also finds an old radio. So they hook it up and they try calling for help, but no answer comes back until Chris notices the men who are like walking at the the mountain men, yeah, walking at the base of the tower with torches. And then a reply comes over the radio, uh, giving away the trios hiding spot. Since there's three of them now, not tree as in they're in a tree like fort thing. There's three of trio. Uh, they tell the person on the radio that they don't know their coordinates, but they're in a watchtower being chased by people who are like, trying to kill them. We don't them,
3: know where we are. Just help and save us. Who are
1: trying to kill them. And have uh, the people have already murdered their friends. So then the inbred motherfuckers start climbing up the ladders <laughs> to, to the tower. And uh, Chris and Jesse try like blocking the door with furniture. And the men bang on the door like a couple times, I think. And then they stop. And then there's, like, silence, and Chris says he thinks that the men went back down. And then the gang is startled by the fucking radio coming back to life. Uh, so they push it over, and they just stand there in silence before they notice that the men set fire to the uh, base of the watchtower. Uh, Carly busts out a window and tries to jump, but Chris, like, grabs her to stop her. And she says, like, she'd rather jump than burn to death. And then Chris, like, agrees. He's like, yeah. Looking out and realizing You're right. that the tops of the trees aren't too far below them. So Chris jumps first. Landing on a large branch, and then Carly jumps, almost making it to like the same branch, but falls a little bit past it, and then barely hangs onto a smaller branch before Chris grabs her and pulls her up. And I don't know if you knew, but I she I think she did her own stunt, and she like fucked up her like arm or shoulder or something yeah. doing this stunt.
3: So when Jesse jumps, Jesse jumps now. Why the fuck does she like get into an elbow drop pose? Did you notice that? No. She's literally dropping the people's elbow. (laughs) Literally jumping off the top rope with an elbow. Man, Randy Savage style. Dead ass. Like rewatch that. The first thing I always think is is someone is someone laying there. She's gonna like elbow drop into. (laughs) She got to finish them.
2: That's how she's gonna finish three. Like if she
3: hit a branch, she would break her arm. Like how she comes down.
2: I'm surprised she didn't break her
1: ribs the way she hits that branch. Yeah, and what's weird is she like hits a branch and then it goes. She goes like upside down. That would never happen like that. You would hit it and just fall off. You wouldn't grab it and then spin upside That's down. Got a wire like it's on a smooth, it. slippery fucking branch. Yeah, she does like a three sixty. It's weird. Uh, but then she like writes herself back up, and she like stands next to Carly on the branch, and they're unsure if the men saw them until an arrow comes and hits a fucking branch <laughs> right next to Chris's head. And, and it, what's funny is this happens. So much noise. Nobody can like can, like looks concerned that a fucking arrow just. went yeah, up Yeah. Once again, Chris is just like. Okay, that, <laughs> yeah. that's just his face, man. He's like, all right, there you go. I guess this is happening. Uh, they saw us. So then, Shucks, Three Finger starts climbing up, climbing up the tree to like get to the trio, and they start walking around the branches. Uh, as one of the other men, who I think is Sawtooth,
3: yeah, this is like fucking Crouching Tiger shit here. What the hell's going on? Yeah, motherfuckers are walking <laughs> on these thin ass
1: branches. Sawtooth is like firing more arrows at them. Uh, Three Finger, who's climbing up into the tree, finally catches up and swings an axe at Carly's head, hitting her horizontally in the mouth line, and her body falls off the tree, hitting branches on the way down, as the top half of her head sits on top of the fucking axe. I love it. It's sick. I wanted to add this to my list.
3: I did, too, when I watched this. Yeah, so did I. I did my list first, Yeah, and I said, I can't add this. Yeah. No, no, no. Literal,
2: same
1: thing. I, I, It was wild. That's one of the... Honestly, like... Some of the kills in this are a little weak, but I'm glad that that's... That was one of the most brutal and best kills I've seen. It's a good use of CGI, too. Yeah, actually, for once. Yeah. And so Chris forces Jesse to, like, keep moving and climbing around with him, uh, still being pursued by Three Finger. And then Chris comes up with an idea uh, to knock, like, uh, Three Finger out of the tree with a branch. And he tries to be the one to lure him into the trap. But then Jesse goes, like, out knowing that she can move quicker because Chris is injured. And she goes out yelling to get Three Finger's attention. So he starts moving towards her, and Jesse runs, uh, baiting him, like, into the trap. But then when Jesse gets close to the trap, she looks back, and she doesn't see Three Finger. And then he just jumps down, like, out of nowhere. I don't dude. i don't How know— How big
3: are these fucking branches? I, that's what I thought, too. I need to go to West Virginia.
1: And that's not—I mean, this is a crazy—but this isn't even the craziest part to me. Um, but so he jumps down from a higher branch, and he causes, like, uh, Jesse to fall onto her back— still on a branch and he starts to like taunt her a little bit as he moves closer and Chris lets go of a branch fucking swinging it into her some real scooby-doo into, do stuff yeah and <laughs> it springs into a three finger sending him flying like off the tree and onto the ground below is there is it just me or did I did you did
2: anybody else think of Mario he was like Wah! like <laughs> oh, all the no, way down to yeah, the I floor
1: I thought he fucking died though the first time I yeah, saw this yeah so.
2: I was like good we got one yeah we're one for one Carl so, didn't die for no reason
1: Jesse and Chris start to like uh, leave this is the part that blows my mind about the trees they walk all the way to a fucking waterfall somewhere out on of the tops nowhere. of trees <laughs> yeah it's like I hate like talking about Fortnite too much on this podcast but it's like Fortnite how you can jump from like one tree to another if they're close enough that's what this is Back like in Wailing Woods when you just yeah, used to they, walk yeah. on the tops they literally can just walk on the top of trees oh my god they, they,
3: they did bad a ending. really bad job this time like with this
1: they just find a fucking waterfall and they go into a small spot behind Wait, the water
3: I guess when this came out they just thought that in two thousand three people were like, Alright, whatever, it's a movie. Like Yeah. Yeah. But now in two thousand nineteen people are like do this kind of stuff. And yeah. like,
2: bruh. So like this is where <laughs> once I get to the waterfall, like I was worried that this was gonna be like the cheesy Tuesday th- early millennium like romance scene where we have like the like For the, sure. The making love moment <laughs> and making sex. making sex. And Jesse's just like, Yeah, my boyfriend dumped me And they have like this weird it looks like they're gonna establish something here, and then Chris is just like, uh huh. Well,
3: she, she also okay, is okay. Of, also when they're under there you see the mountain men looking around for them but they're hiding under the waterfall. Yes. So and she smart.
1: kind of says she feels guilty too because she feel like that's why she brings up her boyfriend dumping her cuz she feels like this is all her fault because within 20 minutes of her telling Carly like, "Hey, like my boyfriend broke up with me." Carly's like, "Fuck it, we're all going out to the woods. We're going to have a good time. Like we're going to have a good week." They had a great time. They all took off work like that week for that. They all took off work forever. Well, good yeah. Good for them. So she feels like it's her fault. So then Chris embraces her, telling Jesse that it's not her fault, and they fall asleep. This is the most emotion Chris shows the entire movie. He fucked up, bro. That was his chance. She was saying, bang me, and he said, nah. I I don't know if
3: that's what she was saying.
1: He said, said, I respect you. He still never took the Uh, chance to find out, and Eliza Dushku's a catch, so I'm an idiot. Definitely not a Weinstein.
3: This scene (laughs) confuses me now. (laughs) Let
1: it simmer.
0: (laughs) What, what
3: um? So they're sleep. Oh, why did I clap? <laughs> oh, that's us that. So they're sleeping, and I don't know who is dreaming. Which one it is? Jesse. Okay, Jesse's dreaming. Yeah. Okay, because then someone comes up and swings an axe at them, and they both wake up at like the same time. And Chris is like, oh, it was- that was just a dream. So I was like, wait, is that in Chris's dream or Jesse's dream? I think it was Jesse's, but when she bolted
1: up, like I think it scared him awake too. Oh, okay. And. She like looked panicked, so he's like, "Whatever it was was just a dream. Like, chill the fuck out." They ate the wrong mushrooms before. They went I feel to like they. Were I was like, sleeping
3: too, dude. I wasn't touching you. <laughs> <laughs> my hands were on my back the whole time. Um, I feel like it was like Inception. Like a the, dream. they were yeah. in each other's dream. When he's like, "Oh no, it was just a dream. Don't <sighs> worry about it." I'm like, "What?"
1: So then they get up and they start walking again, and they find like a road um, at the bottom of a slope. And then when they start to discuss how they're going to get down or get Chris down to the fucking road. Like, the men just start attacking them out this of is nowhere. A, yeah.
3: They get bum-rushed out of nowhere. This is I'm like, what? And it sends Chris rolling down the mountainside. Rolling, <laughs> rolling, They, rolling.
2: they, they got 3rd
1: And it. Yeah, they did. <laughs> That's a good fucking way to describe it. And uh, they pull Jesse, like, away. And Chris sees a police vehicle approaching, so he flags it down. And when the cop gets out to ask if he's one of the um, people from the tower, Chris tells him, to, shut up. There's people are dead. And the cop's like, dead? What people? And he just shot through the fucking eye with an arrow. It's Hawkeye up there. Fuck two yeah. people. Well,
3: Hawkeye... He has got fired, I he think. He has got fired. Did, did they announce that I'm he got assuming fired? He's he's I'm assuming he's not doing anything for Disney anymore.
1: Oh, you don't know? Jeremy Renner apparently put a gun in his own mouth and threatened to kill his, like, wife. Yeah, he's getting canceled. I'm telling you that.
3: That's why he had that new haircut. He thought people <laughs> would notice him. <laughs>
1: oh, Jesus. So, Chris gets into the vehicle and he tries to start it, but he realizes that the keys are not in the ignition. The
3: keys...
1: <laughs> Another arrow flies, and it hits the seat next to Chris. So he jumps out, and he climbs under the truck. And then he looks at the cop's gun, but he realizes way too late because good old Sawtooth is already walking up. And he bends over and picks up the keys, looking around for Chris. And as he goes to look under the truck, he finds nothing because Chris is a smart boy and already moved himself from under the truck. And he went to ninja school. Hiding off in the tall grass off the side of the road. So Sawtooth, instead of looking for him, which I don't understand why, like he doesn't. He's been pursuing them this whole time. He just puts the dead officer in the back of the truck and gets in. And as he starts the truck, like uh, Chris crawls back underneath and pulls himself up, holding himself onto the frame as Sawtooth drives off. Can we talk about how this dude must do like like, P ninety,
0: P ninety X? That's so
3: hard to do. because
1: he literally just like, but it's like so smooth how he just lifts his whole body and plank
3: up underneath
1: that car and holds himself. I see what you're saying, but it's not like he's using his hands to grip. He wraps, like, his arms around it. So his arms are at a 90-degree angle, and that helps a little bit. But, dude, you are not holding yourself. I would not, not hold myself on up dirt road, road underneath a fucking truck that's go- probably going to be speeding. That's the wrong thing to do. Dude, he did. That's just... the kids, wrong turn. Kids do not do this. Too many wrong turns. for the fucking 12-year-olds that listen to this. Uh, so th- th- they get back to the shack from earlier, and Jesse's being held there. And uh, she's being taunted by a good old One Tooth. One Tooth, yeah, that's his name. It's One Eye. Oh, One Eye, my bad. Yeah, <laughs> my bad. One First Tooth. I, I, got was thinking, I was like, wait, yeah. did the guy from the gas station. One come Tooth, there? Is the gas station guy. <laughs> Sorry, One One Eye, my bad. <laughs> so Chris lowers himself from the bottom of the truck as Sawtooth. I got Fucking one stealthy eye. Stealthy as tooth. fuck yeah. when he like, dude. He, I think he might have been a marine in a past. Dude, life. he did everything. I'm telling you, he's the he's the real killer. Uh. So he um, sees Sawtooth drag like the dead officer into the shack and then one eye helps Sawtooth with the body and then goes back over to Jesse, putting a knife to her throat, but stops before he kills her because the front door is just suddenly fucking ablaze.
3: Yeah. <laughs> and then as it's on fire, he's looking at it like, how did that happen? <laughs> <He's> like, what <laughs> the fuck? Are you? Sh- we- did we leave this like this? That's like the look he ha- gave it. Yeah. <laughs> so he walks over
1: to investigate, and then he's just struck by a fucking truck that's, well, the truck that's being driven by little, Chris. It's a little Lost Boys action truck coming through the door. Yeah. And then Chris gets out and, uh, like, hauls another fucking of cocktail Dude. at Sawtooth, <laughs> which sets only his arm on fire because he just misses. And then as Sawtooth is, like, panicking to put it out, Chris retrieves a wrench from the fucking, with, like, I guess one arm. One end is sharpened. Do Did yeah. they make those or did they, like, did the mountain men I'm make assuming that? the mountain dudes did. Yeah. So he fucking, Fuck. like, yeah, starts beating him with it <laughs> and, like, and then stabs Sawtooth. Like, right in the heart. Yeah. With the fucking pointy wrench. Uh, Chris goes over to help untie Jesse, but he's interrupted by Sawtooth, who throws Chris to the ground. And then he swings, like, his axe multiple times at Chris, missing. And then Chris picks up a shotgun, which magically cocks itself as he's picking it up. You hear the, like, chick chick noise. <laughs> he literally is just picking it up, and it goes chick. He points it at fucking um, at Sawtooth, and he goes to fire, but he misses because Sawtooth blocks it with the fucking axe. Bro, this is, like, some, like, high-action shit.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, Very quick. Sawtooth sawtooth then yokes up Chris holding him like up by his throat in the corner of the blazing ass room like nobody's fucking worried that they're about to burn to death <laughs> uh, and Jesse finally frees herself and she shoots an arrow in the back of fucking sawtooth's head like right at the base of the spine in the skull and he's body yeah his body drops to the floor after that bro I would never trust my accuracy enough if I don't do that all the time I, even if I did
2: it all this the time this is titanic all over again she literally his head is like six inches maybe wide <laughs> yeah and then Chris is a yeah. good two feet wide here. You miss
3: a little bit, you're killing Chris. She yeah. saw so Titanic. Yeah, I
1: guess so. Um, so he drops to the floor, and then Chris goes back to help like Jesse free her legs. Uh, but then he's attacked by Thringfinger with a bat, and as oh, he, he smacks him, yo, real he's good. beating the shit out of Chris. And as he's doing this, Jesse gets up and hits him with a flaming piece of wood, <laughs> and then he turns towards Jesse. She waving, really lit him on fire too
3: did she yeah they really let her light, light that guy on fire I didn't even realize she lit him on fire with a flame piece of wood yeah oh, sure. I didn't even realize that yeah Um.
1: so it's people under the stairs I wonder if they're doing that on purpose so as he's swinging yeah Jesse hits him with a flame piece of wood and he turns back towards Jesse waving knives at her and he kicks her like front kicks the shit out of her Causing her to fall over, and while he's distracted, Chris gets up and wraps a chain around the back of his neck, and well, a neck, his neck from behind, I should say. And uh, Jesse swings an axe at uh, Three Finger, hitting him in the chest. And then, as Chris is looking down at like Three Finger bleeding out, Jesse notices that Sawtooth is getting back up, (laughs) and then Three Fingers getting back up, and then One Eye, who's still under the fucking truck, that is trying to get back up. Drove in, like, grabs Jesse by the leg. So Chris is, like, stomping at his arm the freer, And then they back out of the shack uh, as the three mountain men are trying to get up. And Jesse tells Chris to shoot them. But Chris is like, i got one shot left. So he takes aim and he shoots at the gas cancer right on the back of the truck, causing the truck and the shack to blow up, sending Chris and Jesse, like, flying. And I think that was some CGI when they go flying, and it looks awkward as fuck. Yeah, I thought she was dead. I was like... Dude, Chris, did you not think... You you had a great plan here. Did you not think
2: this final action through? Because you just shot that gas can five feet from you. And it looked like they were getting sucked into a black hole behind
1: them, like how the (laughs) fucking CGI was. Damn, it's swallowing the map again. And uh, Chris and Jesse like take the tow truck, uh, which they somehow got out of the mud from earlier, I guess. I don't even know how the fuck they got this fucking tow truck back. I don't know. Well, the mountain (laughs)
3: men did it. They knew. They had the the potion.
1: And uh, they go back to the gas station from the beginning of the movie. And the attendant sees him approach, so he goes inside and, like, closes the door to the garage. So I'm assuming he
3: thinks it's the the mountain people.
1: Oh, I guess. Because can't, he can't tell who's in the car. Yeah, I guess you're right. Uh, so he closes, like, the door to the garage and then watches as Chris gets out of the truck and rips the map from the side of the building and then gets back in the truck. Jesse nods to Chris, and they hit the highway, and the credits start to roll. But the credits are interrupted by a police vehicle rolling up to the burnt shack barely looks burnt by the way Yeah, uh, the officer gets out and he walks over to the, a body finding it decapitated and as he looks at the body in terror terror <laughs> three finger walks up raising an axe above his head and brings it down on the officer
3: then the real credits roll and the body count rises something like that something like that so that's wrong turn from 2003 not bad let's hear from Rob first he, I feel like he never goes first very rarely
2: very rare, so let's hear it okay so starting with the score I gave this film a solid seven out of
1: ten um I was gonna, I was you gonna said score I thought you meant the music I said you're giving just the music a seven <laughs> out of ten that's really weird <laughs> no I'm, is so, this the
3: first time you saw it also yes okay
2: yeah
1: um
2: i would I, I was on the fence about giving it an eight but there are just there's just some of the stuff that's just ridiculous like that I don't like. Like I mentioned the CGI, and then you even were talking about how there's just there's just sloppy edits in places where you're like, come on guys, really? Yeah. Like this, you could have gone the extra mile here. But regardless, this is a really fun slasher. It's a really like, and it's an enjoyable film. I'm not like I there was no point where I was sitting there bored. I was not bored with this film, Mm -hmm. and that's what I liked the most about it. That it was just it felt like a good time. It was cool seeing the mountain men hunting them and. Uh, I thought the kills overall weren't that bad. My favorite kills, obviously, Carly. That thing was that was wild. I loved that shot. My least favorite kill is probably Evan. Yeah, probably Evan. You I don't, don't see it.
0: That's
3: why.
2: Yeah. Well, it's also not just because you don't see it, but like he's missing here. But then they doubled down by revealing the body and they didn't take the ear and they didn't, they could have done so much more. They could have had him like mangled to pieces and then that at least would have made up for not seeing it off screen. Mm -hmm. I was going to say the girl from the beginning, but she had even like a lot more to do before she got killed. He just walked into the woods and next time we see him, he flops out of a truck with both ears. With With some ketchup on him. Like, you know, um, but overall, I thought the kills were really well done and really executed outside of that. I found myself at times laughing, which was funny. I, I like a good slasher where I can both feel the tension but also have some humor. Not like forced humor, mm-hmm. but like just like situational humor. And the closing of this movie is wild. That whole sequence, that whole final battle sequence is just wild. And...
1: Does not make any sense whatsoever. I hope it makes sense when we talk about it because it's so like fucking crazy. That, yeah, it like, is. It is. When yeah. we just talk about it, I feel like people are going to be like, I don't know if you've never seen it. If so.
2: you've ever seen a Japanese wrestling match, <laughs> Google that on YouTube. <laughs> I don't even know if that is
3: so I'll have to <laughs> Check it out. Like, I
2: don't, don't want to look at porn in my spare time. Just in Japan, so context in Japan, when they do wrestling matches, they take like our WWE and just ratchet it up full throttle by putting a ton of barbed wire, like baseball oh, bats w. and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And so, like, it felt like a Japanese professional wrestling match. Like, I was surprised that nobody picked up one of the hillbillies and put someone through a table. Like, it just, it, it, it was truly wild. Um, things that I didn't, the other thing is just, like, the acting is kind of rigid. Uh, I honestly think Carly was one of the best actors in the whole thing. I agree. Um, I think, to me, she put on the best performance of everybody. She feels real,
1: like she's into it. Yeah, yeah.
2: like she, fe- like she, yeah, she feels like she's embraced her character, and you believe that, that is a real person, uh,
1: like so real that her nipples were hard for the part.
2: Yeah. So please do that. Francine and Evan just seem like cardboard cutout characters, like haha, we're you know the stereotypical horny teenagers or the you know like that kind of role, and of course we're gonna wipe them early. Then you've got the you know, your last girl lead in Eliza Dushkoop, which she does a pretty good job, but she just seems kind of uh, one note through most of it. Chris, I still think he's going to kill her. (laughs) Like, he's he's literally been like, by the way, I was going to Raleigh to, to, to kill a bunch of college students tonight. You'll be my first. So he's kind of one note to me as well. So really, I liked the relationship between Scott and Carly, I felt bad, like you felt bad for Carly when Scott died,
1: even though not me. It's <laughs> his own fault. Nope, because then I knew I had a chance. <laughs> <laughs>
2: so anyway, yeah, uh, I'd recommend it if you haven't if you haven't seen it and you've listened this far, you, spoilers and all. It's still worth seeing. It's a lot of fun. It's wild. It's your typical two thousand, you know, slasher horror movie, which we all know that Mark definitely loves that. And I don't know why you wouldn't. They're fun movies. They're they're just fun movies. So that's where I stand, uh, Kyle. What did
1: you think? I'll give this movie a six out of ten. Okay. Um, I love Eliza Dushku. I do, but the thing is, her acting in this is fucking god awful. Like you said, like she's one note, like very monotone, and she like she doesn't put much emotion into anything. For sure. Mm-hmm. And a couple times she tries, like it just flops. She has a really not... nice white teeth, though. Yeah, she does have really nice teeth. She's a good-looking girl. I don't know. She's very one note. But yeah, she's very flat in this. And for someone who's supposed to be like the lead and the final girl, she that kinda sucks. Um, but it is action packed and it feels short. Well, it is short and it feels short. It's a pretty quick movie. It's an easy to watch. So I, I like that about it. And I don't know. For a lot of things that like happened and don't add up, like the tow truck thing, and how was Scott running so long and like he couldn't outrun those fucking hillbilly frolicking motherfuckers like I don't know it's just shit like that kind of um, bugs me but it's definitely a slash movie of its time I I, I can't really I can't fault it too much it's just it's not like I dislike the movie I do like it it's just not high up there for me Um, but rewatching it I'm definitely reminded why I probably haven't seen it in like 15 years so I can't even believe they made five more of these to be honest with you
2: yeah and honestly I'm almost tempted to
1: bump mine down to six because like Nope. He said 7 0 oh well. take uh, back. No I'm take backsies. No take backsies. It's a 5. <laughs> um, but my favorite kill, of course, is Carly, and my least favorite's definitely Evan because you don't see anything, and then he has two ears, and it's just annoying. Mm-hmm. Um, that's pretty much it for me. So, Mark, you chose it. Let's see what you,
3: you think. Yeah, so basically I picked this because I saw uh, someone was making a shirt of it, and I was like, I haven't seen this in a while. I, like, I remember enjoying it, but the, now that you, I watched it and I paid, there, there's a lot wrong that, like, kind of is irritating, like... The acting too, like Carly, like, Carly definitely like sh- outshines everyone. Well, that's not her real name, but I can't pronounce it. Um, Emmanuel I mean, something. Yeah. I, I can't fucking pronounce it. Emmanuel either. something. Yeah, but.
0: Hi, I'm Emmanuel Shrieky.
3: She, like, definitely outshines everyone. Like, if she worsened her, like, made herself not as good, like, acted as good, then it would make more sense. But everyone else looks like it was the first time acting, and they're so, like, bored to be there a lot of the times. Mm-hmm. I yeah. think
1: Scott was, like, good.
3: Yeah, I, I, guess, I can believe yes, his character. Yeah, yeah, you definitely I, believe it. But with the with Chris and uh, Eliza Deschew and the other guy is um, Chris, whatever his name is, I can't remember now. Something in Harrington. Yeah, through my uh, Desmond, Desmond Harrington. They don't look like they're into it. Like they're phoning they're, it in. Like they're just there to get paid. Yeah, you know. So that's kind of irritating. I obviously I'd never noticed that before, but definitely now it's kind of irritating. Um, There's definitely like the watchtower scene is kind of irritating too because it's really bad. Like the trees and everything. It's they got finessed with their CGI. Like, whoever they they said, hey, this is what we want, didn't go so good.
1: But I wonder how much of that is just because things are in HD now.
3: Yeah, yeah you're right. Like, the same thing when I sent you that Terminator thing, and you see what's-his-name's-dick. Well, Hunter dick as yeah. he's walking. You've never seen Terminator 1 when he's walking nude? Yeah. And, with dude, with the 4K HD one, you see everything. You see, you see his dick flopping Like, down. yeah. Wow, yeah. really? Yeah, yeah, it's
2: fucking Yeah, because I can't it's hide nice. it with the pixel shadow.
3: It's a big deal. So yes, yeah, so, so there's stuff like that that kind of is irritating with the CGI, and I never, I never noticed it. And then again, I haven't seen this movie in a year, like not a year, but years. It's still, it's still very enjoyable. Um, it goes quick. Like I, I was talking to Kyle the other day about it, and I think I was like, I was like, oh, I gotta go to the bathroom real quick. So I paused the movie, and it said an hour and seven minutes. I was already in, and I was like, holy shit, it's, yeah. about, it's about to be over. Yeah. Um, the ending is wild, but it's like fun. Like yeah. The whole end sequence is just out out of the, it's almost like American Werewolf in London's ending where it's like everything's just cars are crashed, but not cars. But you understand, though.
0: Watch out. Watch out. Watch out. Basically. Yeah,
3: it's literally one huge mess. Um, I would give the movie a six out of ten. My favorite kill is Carly. My least favorite is Evans. Like, well, we sound so cookie cutter over here. It's Basically. not cookie cutter. It's just that. It's, it's obvious. It's just the fucking. Yeah, yeah, it's
1: kind of obvious. You have a very high quality kill. That's
2: inventive and creative, mm-hmm. and then you have garbage. Yeah, um, lazy laziness. It's definitely
3: it a movie I feel like a lot of people would enjoy. It's, I, I I don't know. I I feel like it kind of didn't age too well, but no. a lot of those films don't age too well. Yeah, but yeah, I, I won't be watching any of the sequels. I don't know about you guys. Mm-hmm. I might check them out
1: eventually. But I
3: know they used and one of them they used like a real scene of someone dying or a picture of someone dead, like, a, and they had to like change it. I don't know if it was Wrong Turn six or five. I remember there's a thing going around about that. So
1: I want to look into that. That's, yeah. Yeah, that's wild. But yeah, I mean, that not was um all too much.
3: Anything else? Anyone got else to say? Nope. Nope. Then that was a uh, wrong turn from twenty oh three. That was <a> awkward. Twenty ought three. I la- I laughed like mid saying that, so
1: all right, so I have the next pick. So we'll move right into that.
0: coming soon to a theater near you
3: Kyle what's your next pick (laughs) my next pick
1: is Dawn of the Dead from 1978 in
0: 1968 George Romero brought us Night of the Living Dead it became the classic horror film of its time. Now, George Romero brings us the most intensely shocking motion picture experience for all times. Dawn of the Dead. Night of the living dead has ended. Dawn of the Dead is here. It gets up and kills. The people it kills get up and kills. They must be destroyed on sight. When there is no more room in hell, the dead will walk the earth. Dawn of the dead. This picture contains scenes of violence that may be considered shocking. No one under seventeen will be admitted. Fuck.
3: What? I've never seen it.
1: That's a lie. No, I was so. kidding do you guys remember actually we'll talk about it later i guess don't even worry about it um we don't have any new reviews this week um so i wish people would go rate and review us if you listen on apple podcast at least i don't know how spotify works and i don't really care honestly but um if you have an iphone and you listen on apple podcast please give us a rate and review it helps out a lot i will send you stickers and that's pretty much it i guess so you can Email us at vintageharpod at gmail.com if you ever want to just send us any feedback. You can find us on Instagram at vintageharpodcast And if you feel like tweeting to us, you can always tweet to us at vintageharr underscore. And that's it for us. See you. Thanks. Bye.